All right. Go ahead. Hello, everyone. This is Sandra Radvanoski, and you are listening to the CBH Podcast. Yes. Yes. Good morning. And happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Uh, Thursday, November 25th. Um, I am home. This is episode 117 of the CBH Podcast. Heard in over 50 countries to over 1,200 cities and growing. And thank you for listening. I'm home. I went to Chicago for a couple days uh, to do a nice memorial service uh, for John Rolandi Davis. Uh, and it turned out to be like a really nice uh, family reunion. They were young artists, former young artists from, geez, two decades there. Um, it was really fun to see a bunch of faces I hadn't seen in a long time. I wasn't ready for to feel so nostalgic, but it uh, it ended up being that way. Got to meet some new friends and, and see a lot of old friends. and uh, It was a really um, celebration um, 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 of somebody who... Um, uh, touched the lives of a lot of singers, and uh, it was important to do, and I'm glad I went. You didn't think I was going to miss Thanksgiving today, right? I'm not going to be stopped. I won't be stopped. I'm going to do episodes until I die. I have an incredibly special guest today with me. This is important. Uh, <laughs> uh, my seven-and-a-half-year-old son is very excited to join us today, and uh, he's sitting just to my left... Ladies and gentlemen, the incredible, incredibly handsome and very blonde son of mine, <laughs> Coulter Van Horn. And the whoopee doo! <laughs> hey, buddy. Hello. Hey, man. Um, so it's Thanksgiving today, but it's a little quiet over here, isn't it? Yes, it is. We sort of had we sort of had a big Thanksgiving with um, with um, Nana and Opa last Thanks week. Thanksgiving. Yeah, well, I mean, fake in that it's not on Thanksgiving, but yeah. still real Thanksgiving because you're you're sitting in the month and, of Thanksgiving. Yeah, right. And so, when you're in school and they're talking about Thanksgiving, do they ask you what you're thankful for? Uh, not this year. They didn't ask you. They didn't ask us. They didn't ask us to make our list. Nothing. Really? So let me ask. It's you. because we're having a big weekend and we don't have the days to do it. So, so you tell me then. What does Thanksgiving mean? Thanksgiving Day is like the day that you celebrate things that you're thankful for. Yeah. Okay. So, what are you thankful for? Um. Uh. I'm like. Get right up on that mic, bud. Yeah. The totally the thing that I'm most thankful for is totally you and Mama. Really? Yeah. That's the thing that most people should be thankful for the best. Is I mean I agree. Is is that the answer you really mean to say, or is that the answer you think you're supposed to say? That's the answer I really mean to say. Oh, I'm thankful for you, pal. It's nice that Papa's home for Thanksgiving, huh? Yeah, it is. Yeah, you, usually I am. And so, now that I've done a uh, hundred and some odd episodes of the CVH podcast, how many have you listened to beginning to end? Um, I don't, zero. You haven't? I well, haven't sometimes Papa any. talks a little bit adult. And uses some adult type language. Yeah. yeah. And so while you're not immune to bad words, probably you shouldn't hear your papa say them too often, right? He probably says them enough. Does papa say bad words sometimes? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Is it bad? Do you get scared? 
I don't get scared. I actually laugh a little bit. You laugh when Papa says bad words. Yeah, because they sound funny. Do you remember that time you and I were on the train platform in Manhattan and there was kind of a crazy guy screaming and screaming and screaming? Do you remember that? Yeah. And um, there was a lot of people on the train platform and then a guy who was clearly not very well uh, just started screaming at the top of his lungs and he was saying, he was putting words together that we had never heard put together before. (laughs) (laughs) That is right. And so I put my hands over your ears, right? Do you remember that? <laughs> no, I don't remember that part. Well, I, I did that because he was saying some things that, I mean, it was pretty rough. <laughs> and there were a lot of people who were sort of having the same sentiment about, wow. I can see. And so I put my hands over your ears. And then when the guy was all done, do you remember what you said? What? You, you grabbed me, you like pulled me down and you said, Papa, I think bad words are funny. <laughs> Wait, wait! I didn't know I could actually speak English at that point. <laughs> well, you could always speak English. As soon as you could speak, you spoke English. Um, yes. Do you want to say 67 in French for us? Uh, 67 is, in French is soixante-sept. All right. You don't want to sing a French song or anything, do you? No. Are you sure? Sure. It would be a lot cooler if you'd sing a song in French for us. Do the number song. I don't want to do it out to the people at home. Could you just do Because it? I'm pretty sure the French people already know what it is. Well, the French people know what it is, but but we want to be entertained by a seven and a half year old. No? Well, then ask me some questions. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Papa's been home a lot the last couple months, huh? Yes. Is it better when I'm home or better when I'm away? Better when you're home. What do we do? What's our favorite things to do? Favorite things to do are like wrestle. They like to play games. All that stuff. What's in the basement now? We're having a band, and we have wrote over 11 songs. What do you think about that, audience? <laughs> have we really written 11 songs? Yes, we have. Huh. Well, I think it's great. Why don't you tell everybody what you're playing? My plan. No, what you're playing. What's your instrument? My playing is the drums. Oh. You guessed it. They're electric. Electric drums so we can control the volume, which is important in a house, isn't it? Yes, it is. Sometimes you just got to turn that thing down. Does Papa play his guitar too loud? Sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes I just can't help it. But you get it. Yeah. I would have killed as a kid to have a band in my basement. Now, I was a part of a high school band. Did you oh, know that? Yes. Uh, there was four of us, and we played in my buddy's basement, thank goodness, because the Van Horn basement would not have allowed this. <laughs> okay. Nana would not have been cool with drums in her basement. Uh, just go ahead. Tell me about that. I yeah. want to hear about that. Yeah, and so uh, we practiced a lot. We really liked it, and and um, it was probably um, too loud. I think I lost hearing during those years because we were in a basement, and it was deafeningly loud and so when i got you the drums i wanted to make sure they were electric so we could control that sound right we got to protect our ears a little bit sure because the real ones were too loud that's right we went to the drum store and guitar center and and you hit i hit one real drum and you got real nervous like that was loud right yeah, but then I tried the electric drums, and they were okay. Yeah. Oh, they were great. You were kicking ass on those things right away. Yeah, I was. <laughs> don't say that, Papa. <laughs> I don't think the people at home want to hear that. What? Bad words? 
Well, they've heard Papa say worse, probably. Uh, okay. <laughs> I shouldn't say them in front of you. No. Although I do enjoy the little smirk that comes over your face when I do it. It's not a smirk. It's a total laugh. Okay, but listen. You don't say it at school, right? No. Never, no. never in front of ladies, right? Nope. Never, <laughs> never, never, never. <laughs> so what, what happens after Thanksgiving? What comes up after Thanksgiving? Christmas. Are we getting a tree soon or what are we doing? Yeah, I think we're going to get a tree soon. Should we go chop it down ourselves with an axe? No? Seriously? People do that, you know that? Did you know that? There I don't are, think we should do it. There are places you can go and bring your own axe and actually chop your own tree down. That doesn't sound very nice. Well, I think it's um, nostalgic. I think it's kind of a tradition for some people. It's I a, don't think... No, we're not doing that. No, no, I don't want to do that either. <laughs> we're not doing that. In fact, I'd like to skip the part where we go and pick it out. I wish somebody would just bring it here. Jeez. Do you think Amazon would deliver us a real Christmas tree? You are ruining Christmas at this moment. <laughs> we have to pick Wait. out our own tree. But, thanks, but, but Amazon delivers all of Christmas. Why don't they just bring the tree too? Well, it would be cool if Amazon could just bring like the whole dinner and the Christmas tree and just put it up and then the next day they come and, and take it and get rid of it. We would have to pay them like $8,000 for that. <laughs> you know what? You might be right. That would be a lot. So uh, how long am I going to be home? Do you know? Um, But at the start, you were going to be home for th about three months. That's right. Yeah. And so I'm going to be home. A bunch of short trips in the middle. Yeah. I've got a couple more short trips before I go, but... Uh, I'm really just sort of going to be home and through uh, mid-January. And then I'm going to France, and you're going to come visit, right? You're going to come over and say some French words? Jeez, I am not ready. Yeah, of course you are. No, I'm not. You speak more French than me, to be perfectly honest, and I'm a professional singer who works in France every year. Every year? Do you speak French to the guys? Yes, you have to to survive. If you want to eat, you have to speak some French. But I have learned most people understand and speak a good amount of English. They speak way more English than we do French. But, but here's my theory, right? They only speak French in this one little country. But they speak English all over the world. And so I feel like we're at a disadvantage because everybody caters to Americans and speaks English. And so it's very difficult for us to put other languages in our heads. Plus, Papa speaks pretty good German. And so how many languages can you learn? Can you learn 20? You can learn about... Every language there is. I know a guy who can speak like five, six languages, like perfect, absolutely perfect. It's really quite a feat. What are the languages? Oh, it's uh, French, Italian, German, what? Russian, English, and then they he's got, um, you know, Spanish. Portuguese? Um, I don't know about Portuguese. I think Portuguese and Spanish are pretty close together. Like, I think they understand each other pretty good. Yeah, I think they do too. Yeah. And maybe it's like being either from New York or being from... Arkansas. Or it's like Canada. I mean Alaska. Well, well, yeah. Do you want to go to Alaska? It's a long trip, but I feel like I want to go there. Maybe. You know, one time I went to Iceland. Did you know that? Yes. I changed airports in Reykjavik. <laughs> yeah, and the airport was like a a dirt landing strip. Dirt landing. <laughs> that doesn't sound very nice. And then I had to catch a plane, but you had to like you had to immigrate. It was so funny because usually when you're in an airport, you don't have to go through border control. But at this place, you had to. 
And so when my whole plane got off, in order to get on the next plane, we had to go through border control. Well, we were late landing in Reykjavik, and we well, all thought... what's border control? Border control is where they check your passport. They okay. want to make sure who's coming in and who's leaving the country. You know, okay. countries have borders, and they want to make sure that the people coming in and out are supposed to be there. Yeah, they do. It's like a little form of security, because um, sometimes we have bad people in the world and criminals, and they want to they want to travel between countries, but countries really don't want those kind of people to come in. And so you got to make sure that you're on the grid. That's how they, that's how you say it. On the grid means people know you. And so we had to go through uh, airport security, I mean, uh, border, border patrol security to get on the next plane, but we were already late. And, I, and we all thought we were going to miss the next plane. And then you realize this is a tiny airport and they just held the plane until we all made it through. Wow. That's about all I could say this moment. <laughs> when are you going to come to a show? Never? Probably when I'm like 23. 23? I think you should be able to go to a show this year. Did you know that? Maybe that maybe that's going to be Papa's Christmas wish. Is that Coulter summons the courage to sit through half an opera. No. <laughs> no, the audience you is just, just too loud. Well, you're yelling into the microphone. That's too loud. Yeah. So what is it about? Would you like to see Papa if there was no audience? Would that be fun? Like if you were the only one in there? No. No? What does Papa do for a living? He sings. Oh. Do you think a lot of people do that for their job? No. No, that's really true. That's really true. All right, man. It's great talking with you. Yeah. I mean, I talk with you all day, but it's fun to be on the CBH podcast. Are you going to continue after I go off? Uh, you know, this, Papa doesn't have an agenda here. I just do what I want to do. Is there something else you want to chat about? Well, I think I want to chat about our layouts. Tell me about your layout. What is a layout? A layout? Well, my train layout is where Papa tells me where the pieces go, and I build it one step at a time. So we have... Um, uh, train tracks and and you set up some kind of layout and then the train goes through them where do we do that we do that in the basement in my playroom uh-huh okay there's a pretty solid room down there that's just basically train tracks at this point solid <laughs> you've been doing that for a long time you've been into trains for a long time yeah and i've built over 80 train layouts do you know that for a fact if you counted I feel like it's a lot more than that. It seems like one a day for years now. There's a lot yeah. of days in a year. So of all the trains that you've, you've ridden trains where? Let's talk about it. You've ridden trains in Toronto, San Francisco. Chicago, Chicago New York. New York, Paris. What else? Is that it? Did we ever ride a train? You might have been on a train in Boston, but we're too young to know. Yeah. Um, That might be it. Which one's your favorite of all those cities? Chicago. Tell me why. Because I just like the colored line signs. They're more clear so I can see them better. So it, it's more legible. You can read it better. Yes. Okay. So in Chicago, of all the of all the train lines, which are the best? Uh, by the signs, I would say Orange Midway. Orange Midway, that's the good one? Yeah, that's my favorite one. What trains have you ridden in Chicago? I've ridden almost about every one of them. Really? Every one of them. 
You took me on an adventure. Yeah. I've been on every single one of them. You might not believe I've been on the yellow, but Mama took me to on the yellow you even one did. stop to get me to an ex- exploratorium. Exploratorium. Oh, that's Which a, had like magnetic letters and numbers. I really liked those. That was a cool place for kids, huh? You did that on a on a day when Papa was working? Yeah. So, um, um, do you remember what train line Papa takes more than any when he's in Chicago? Brown. What's Papa's stop? Washington and Wells. That's right. That's where we get off at the Opera House, isn't it? And I've learned about your trick. Just not going all the way back around. You just take the orange one stop. If I'm going home, you can you can jump ahead and meet up the Brown line before it leaves the loop. If you if you jump on the orange and take a quick quick trip over one stop, right? It's a solid trick, but a lot of people it, do it. Wait, how wait, how does it go? You you get off at Washington and Wells and then you just You get on an orange train headed toward the loop and you take it to uh, uh Clark and Lake and then you hop off that and you switch to the other side of the tracks and you pick up the brown line that's headed towards um Kimball. Kimball. That's it. And so you effectively um, cut the line and and pick up the so, brown line before it leaves the loop. So this is how it goes. If you're going to do something visual, the people are not going to be able to see. I know. <laughs> this, so you're at Washington and Wells. Yeah. You take the orange line down a couple stops. And one then stop. One stop down. And then you take the brown line and it just goes back. That's right. It takes way less time. Oh, yeah. It's a good trick. I learned that one a long time ago. Oh, you did? Yeah. I watched some people. I was like, why are all those people suddenly running? And I figured out that they had learned a trick, how to beat the trains. Not everybody knows it, but some people do. And you can see them because they're usually hauling butt, running on staircases that are often wet and cold. (laughs) Jeez. When was the last time you were in Chicago? Has it been a while? Yeah, it has. Yeah? In fact... My mama and I haven't been on an airplane for almost two years. That is a long time, isn't it? Yeah. Well, the pandemic got in our way, didn't it? Yep, it did. How was the pandemic for you? Pandemic was cool because I got to stay home from school and do those like virtual stuff. And I got to build way more train tracks. We had a lot of time together, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we had way more time than people normally get together. Even when people have uh, papas who don't travel around a lot, even people who are home all the time, people still go to work and don't get to spend the day together. But we really spent every day together for about a year, didn't we? Yeah. It's pretty crazy. It was pretty crazy. So when I went back to work, I went back to work in February. Remember I went to Paris suddenly? Yeah. Like two days notice, I was running off to Paris. Was that strange when all of a sudden I wasn't around anymore? Yeah. Yeah. But you did all right, right? Yeah. What is So what, So what do you feel when Papa goes? I'm a little bit sad. Yeah? But is it okay or is it terrible? It's, it's okay because I still like being around with Mama. Yeah. She's pretty cool too. Yeah. And when you're in school, you're pretty busy too. How's golf going? How's golf? Yeah. Pretty good. It's starting to get cold now. It's hard to get out for those golf lessons, huh? Yeah. Yeah. You had enough, bud? Yeah. (laughs) I want to thank my incredibly special guest on this incredibly special Thanksgiving episode, Master Coulter Van Horn. 
Yes, I am a master and <laughs> Well, that's not what I mean when I say master. That's just how you address a young, a young gentleman before they're before they've gone through uh, more life. You say young master. <laughs> yeah, seven and a half years old. He's as tall as a twelve-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> and the hair yeah, of a yeah. movie star. Everybody thinks I'm eight. <laughs> Everybody thinks I'm eight. Uh, I think, even nine. Yeah, even maybe ten. Possibly yeah. ten. <laughs> I love you all for listening. Episode 117? Yes, 117. 117 of the CVH podcast. Is it strange that Papa talks into the microphones to a bunch of people he doesn't really know? Yeah. (laughs) It totally is, but I'm starting to get it now. You're starting to get it. Wow, I really appreciate you coming in and being a guest today. I think that's really nice. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, pal. I love you. Yep, happy Thanksgiving to you also. Yeah. All right, everybody. I love you for listening. Everybody have a great Thanksgiving weekend with your families, and everybody have safe travels, and uh, we'll see you on Monday. Thanks. Bye. Well, she's walking through the clouds with a circus mind that's running. Thousand smiles